0: Welcome to Tony's Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Steak Podcast, episode 224. I'm Sean, and joined with me we have off-road, take off your mask, Andy.
1: I'm only going to put it back on on uh, October 31st.
0: Yeah, very good, very good.
1: And Uh, when I rob banks, too.
0: Of course, yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast after this it's a good one uh if you like the nba you're gonna love that one and we even have some shooter mcgavin action uh from the week uh, that you may have missed okay um yeah Andy, do you want to get into this california is now a free state
1: yeah so today june 15th is was the big day so uh where california was lifting its mandates its rules whatever i don't know all the laws that that happened uh but it was a big day i uh camped out overnight at a local bar uh, uh,
0: the news this morning showed that that it was like a new year's style kind of countdown and once this clock struck midnight everyone went berserk
1: yeah i licked the uh the the countertop because nothing can happen to me now i mean i got a vaccine like i think that protects against every illness out there so it
0: does yeah Mm -hmm. so
1: i'm doing great so it was awesome
0: well congratulations uh I walked into a Trader Joe's without a mask on today. Yeah. I didn't see a sign stating I had to wear one when I, and I feel like every time that it's been on the door, like masks are required or like a billboard out front. None of that was there. At least I didn't see anything. Uh, There was one other older lady in there uh, not wearing a mask. And then everyone else was wearing a mask and kind of looking around like what was someone going to do something? Like I can see his whole face. What? ah and they just started crying and like running for the hills i don't know it's pretty great
1: yeah i think we're, we're in a strange transition period right now where i think it'll be i think it'll be quicker than people think a lot of people are upset like well they should do more and they should i don't know like be more clear with stuff and people are still going to be nervous about whether they should not because they're afraid but they're like afraid of being like called out for not wearing a mask and yeah uh but my my expectation is this will last about a month people will figure stuff out and then they'll feel comfortable. Like, I don't know. Like I, I went to the grocery store yesterday and it's like, yeah, of course I wore a mask. Cause Oh, you yeah, had to what you do yesterday completely yeah, different. You had to, but it was also like, it's not even like I thought like, yeah. And like, so I don't know. Like I won't not wear a mask until I see like pretty much everyone else not wearing one. And that's, that's why it'll stay for longer than it should. But I, I give it about a month. I'll be the Rosa
0: parks out there. Andy
1: it just, yeah. I mean, we need people like you out there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: come at me i don't give a shit (laughs) i was in there for 12 seconds i grabbed my three things and i hit the road
1: yeah well uh so so a couple weeks ago i was at jersey mike's and so they still have all kinds of precautions they had they had to sign up there saying put you have to wear a mask Uh, and they have like they put all their tables in front of the like counter thing so you can't even get close to the employees
0: the spacing yeah
1: yeah and then they've got like plexiglass everywhere uh, and there was a guy in there just wearing no mask you know and everyone else was wearing one and it was like no one's hassling him and it was just kind of like all right i guess like like i'm not worried about it but it is it did look weird uh, but no one at the no one at the restaurant was like get the fuck out no service or anything they're just like whatever uh so i think it, it's it'll just be normal i think yeah it'll be more and more common like a week from now it'll be like oh like two out of the seven people aren't wearing one and then eventually just be it'll be a free-for-all again
0: i Um, was in nevada over the weekend and uh no masks there i mean at the airport i think you still have to because it's the airport but any local establishment no uh no trouble
1: like a target or something yeah yeah i mean i went went
0: to a pizza place to pick up a pizza and i didn't have to put on a mask uh yeah went into like a condo like hoa building kind
1: of thing and they're like
0: "No, oh, you don't need to wear a mask it's like, oh,
1: great yeah i'm wondering about like banks i think it'd be a big one i feel like there should definitely be like no masks
0: yeah, <laughs> we need your we need to see who scary. you are although what bank doesn't have the bank robber plexiglass stuff by now Ugh. looks like shit like are we really like we can't trust a single person in this whole goddamn world even in nice areas the banks have all that jumbo glass everywhere. Do you remember like such a quiet, calm time when you were a kid? You'd go to the bank and you'd you talk to the teller over the booth, the counter thing, and the, you know there wasn't any glass in the way.
1: Yeah, I mean the bank. How weird to the, think about that. The bank that I usually go to doesn't have like a big apparatus. They they put right? it up for COVID. They put they put like a little partition. I've
0: been in. I don't go to banks often, but I'm, I'll have to go every now and then, and. The last three or four times, I mean, it's been a couple years and I've, since I've been, you know, a couple times, but there's always that big, you know, bulletproof glass up.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, but this one, this one doesn't have that. It is, uh, I mean, you could, you could reach over the, the little piece of plastic and, Ooh. you know, pet the person's head if you really wanted to.
0: Well, don't pet their head, Andy. That's well,
1: weird. I'm trying to give you a picture here. Okay. Right <laughs> But the, the bank that my my mom uses, I remember, it like we'd go as a kid. Had the uh, the little drive-through with the the tube. Oh yeah, that was that's something special.
0: It'll suck your shirt up like Tommy yeah, Boy.
1: Exactly. <laughs> uh, those should have got more use with this whole COVID thing. I don't know. If that, just I've never seen those them.
0: in action at a bank. Yeah, I've seen you know the tubes uh, like on the ceiling line, but I've never seen them in in, in action.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's right there in, in orange that the bank right across from the Rodrigo's in orange right there it has that.
0: Hmm. I've never been in that bank. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, let's move on from uh, the, the COVID stuff unless you have any more on it.
1: No, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to, to go to the movies every day. I'm, mm-hmm. Let's go to a public pool, you know?
0: I've got, well, it's not public, but I have a. <laughs> You know condo complex pool
1: a semi private pool yeah, uh
0: well, this kind of piggybacks off of covid i suppose uh and I actually was just in the air, I flew on Sunday, and uh I didn't catch it on the flight out on Friday, but I caught it on the flight home. It was a morning flight, it was you know ten thirty in the morning, but they had said, you know everyone kind of be be aware and if any anyone looks suspicious or you know, like they're you know, if anyone looks suspicious, just make sure you report it. Call your 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 flight attendant up to you, and uh, please report it. Because uh, I'm sure Andy, you 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 follow the news. You're aware of what's going on uh, with the uptick in uh, airline disturbances. No, I mean it's new no. new crime. You keep new crime. Uh, you keep your your head to the. Ceiling, I guess you don't. I don't hear subscribe to that so, magazine. In a typical year, uh, about a hundred to a hundred and fifty instances of unruly passenger behavior uh, will will go down in the in the friendly skies. And this is reported by Newsweek here. Now, over the first four months of the year, there's been over thirteen hundred instances of unruly passengers. Now that doesn't I don't know the stats if that includes people not wearing a mask like a kid like a two-year-old and have to turn around kind of thing that wouldn't surprise me uh but either way I mean United American and Southwest have all either flat out just canceled sell, uh their alcohol service to non-first class or you know it has to be 800 you know plus miles kind of thing before they they have any booze for uh for sale uh because you know people are losing their minds out there um and i think wearing these masks kind of give people a shorter fuse and also you know not interacting with people for a year makes them like why are you in my kitchen it's like well this isn't your kitchen this is a southwest flight like why am i not in my kitchen they're pissed off i i don't know but that's insane isn't it
1: yeah yeah people are Having a rough time. Uh, I mean, I guess that's probably the last thing you're ready for is, is a flight where you're locked in with a bunch of people. So.
0: Yeah. And I recall years and years ago in the Tony's take a uh, website days, I wrote an article, a hard hitting article. I did my, uh, my due diligence on this about the end of alcohol on planes. And uh, I mean, these, these things aren't, a th- uh, you know, anything new. We've, there's always a story or two, every, you know, So every so months of a guy getting tied up, you know, by the airline crew on the uh, and like stuck to his seat because he was a dick or out of control and this and that. It's like,
1: oh, boy. Yeah, we just we live in a very big world. There's a lot of like a lot of crazy people. You think like, how are there so many crazy people? How does the world still function? But it's like it's still such a small percentage of crazy people. There's just so many people. Yeah, it's like an oil
0: spill in the ocean. It's not going to ruin yeah. the whole
1: ocean. Yeah, but you still hear about it.
0: Yeah. So interesting. Uh, look out, I guess, if you're flying anytime soon.
1: Yeah, be be aware. Yeah,
0: I'll be flying again in the end of August, so I got some time. Okay, uh, tell us about E3.
1: So E3, that's the uh, the big video game uh, convention. I think it's people know about it, even if they're not plugged into all the video game news it's it's a nationally covered thing CNN will write about it uh well, well obviously last year it didn't exist because they had to cancel every type of convention thing uh and this year they wanted to to bring it back but there's still no like real in person conventions so they uh they, they hosted this online thing so uh so the so weird thing is E3 really has like two parts like historically where it's the actual convention at the convention center in, in LA where the people who make the games, then like demo them off to people uh, to like businesses, other, you know, tart, like target will be there to play games and be like, what's good. what do we want to stock the shelves with this, this fall, that kind of stuff. And then just like the, the media. Uh, but that's like, that's not what like the fans don't have access to that. That is like, that is a real convention that you don't see. But then before the conventions, all the, the, the big publishers will uh, hold press conferences, you know, like, like the Apple thing and they'll show off, Oh, here's our new stuff. And that's what people know of. Uh, and that has never actually been officially part of the convention. Those those have been independent events, hmm. uh, but it's always been like the day before the convention starts. So you just kind of lump it in with it. Uh, so now the people who run the convention wanted, well, we're going to host those conferences. Uh, and it was, uh, didn't go all that well. Uh, a, lot, a lot of issues with, you know, if you could do it independently, why would you join up with this uh, group who runs conventions to run a live stream? Like, you could do that yourself. You can, you already have been doing it yourself. So uh, some of the big ones, like Sony and EA, just didn't even have a thing. Uh, Microsoft was really the only big player that and – Microsoft and Nintendo – uh, but then because of the new reality with COVID, where it's like everyone's had to figure out how to like do this stuff on their own and over the Internet, they, they don't need to do this stuff anymore, like to the same extent. Uh, so you had just like anyone who wanted to do an event that was like officially part of it basically could. And you had some really weird stuff like uh, the company that makes the game Borderlands. Uh, they have that Borderlands movie coming out, which is in production right now. And so, like, they showed off, like, one game, and then were like, we got the the CEO. He's on the set of the movie. Uh, and then they had to, like, blur out things because you're not allowed to, like, show things on an active set. Huh. And he did, like, he did, like, an awkward interview with Eli Roth, who's like, hey, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Uh, wow. And then he went to Kevin Hart's trailer and bothered him, like, knocked on his door. And it was like, it was clear Kevin Hart didn't want to be there. <laughs> oh, boy. And it was like what the fuck is this like this is a hill hauser interview or something (laughs) but this is what they put they just this is what was supposed to be like this is they're gonna show off new video games that are coming out this was what on their show and it was like this sucked (laughs) like i I didn't expect much so i wasn't like outraged like like most of the internet usually is uh but just a really really strange thing and and i would assume next year they'd want to have a real convention that people go to and everything but uh, what's <laughs> I mean, one? It'll be one of the last like weird things where COVID like fucked everything up. Yeah, just um, strange. That so sounds bizarre. <laughs> yeah. So there there were things out there you can if you if you're a fan you can go check out. They 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 had games come out. There's a a Guardians of the Galaxy game that looked uh, that's not based on the movie, which no one knows anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy other than the movie. So you get this like weird situation where like that's not Chris Pratt. Who's that guy? Like who's that jackass? And then like all right, why does the talking raccoon not have a New York accent? Because my talking raccoon has a New York accent. Like, this yeah. is bullshit.
0: That sounds like a so, knockoff.
1: Yeah, when it's like, well, no, it's just a different adaptation of a comic book. But it's like, no one cares. So uh, that's not a great position to be in when you, there's like one thing that people know of. Like, you can make a Batman game or a Spider-Man game, and no one's like, that's not Michael Keaton. Because, like, there's been 45 Batmans already. So, like, yeah. people are fine. They're like, I get it. Uh, but you make this game, and you're like, that's not Chris Pratt. That looks stupid.
0: Yeah, but it costs too much money to get
1: Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah. I mean, they they But they, they could have, like, faked it, but they don't even fake it. Like, he has blonde hair and stuff. He doesn't look like Chris Pratt at all. They weren't trying to. You could do a fake Chris Pratt, but they, they were they didn't even want to have those.
0: Yeah, they're not trying to get sued.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they didn't have one of those comparisons. Um, Interesting. But, yeah, overall, strange, strange whole weekend.
0: All right. Okay, well, uh, moving on into, uh, something we don't talk about a whole lot. Apple TV plus they, uh, announced and released a trailer for season two of the morning show coming, uh, September 17th. And, uh, I, I watched the first season. I thought it was pretty good.
1: Uh,
0: you know, I think, uh, not the only thing I've watched on Apple TV plus I watched Greyhound and then defending Jacob also, uh. All of which was, it was pretty decent. I mean, Greyhound, it's hardly anything to do with it. They just bought it. Uh, these two, I mean, for all I know, is the same kind of thing. I don't think so, though. Uh, but worthwhile and maybe do your, you know, like a free trial uh, for a month or whatever they, they provide in September and knock out season one and two. Uh, season one has a nice little cameo for Martin Short. So enjoy that moving yeah.
1: up. well oh what? apple plus has has more more and more stuff as as it goes on uh then i think at some point i will probably do a month of it or something or maybe pay for a whole month uh because yeah the, i want to see that the mythic quest the, the rob McElhenney show the yeah i haven't
0: one. tried that um like i'm sure that's fine seems like
1: that'd be right up your alley that's video games and yeah it's got cricket it's kind of like the main character yeah. too uh, and then Ted Lasso, everyone says is great. Uh, the Scorsese movie—that's probably when I'll get it when that Scorsese movie comes out. Because that's ridiculous that they got that. Which so. one is that? Uh, I think it's Killers of the Flower. Is that one moon. really? I thought that was a Netflix. I think it was Apple. Like Killers right.
0: of the Flower Moon.
1: Yeah. And so that's got Leo and De Niro. Oh yeah, that was the yes. one. The set De Niro got hurt on, right? His leg. Oh really? Didn't didn't know that. Uh, he's an old man, so don't don't yeah. do stunts uh but yeah they've got stuff it just they don't have a ton of stuff but eventually they'll they'll have a decent library there and might be worth it to do a month or two so
0: yeah and uh have you heard anything what are your thoughts on do you think uh they might acquire disney apple for their uh streaming i don't
1: think, it, I don't think it'll ever happen uh-huh
0: yeah so this is going to be apple tv plus it says on here yeah i don't know why i thought it was uh netflix
1: the last one was Netflix, his last one. Yeah. So, I okay. mean, he doesn't like movie theaters anymore, I guess. Yeah. Christopher Nolan hates him.
0: He wants free iPhones for life. Yeah. All right. Well, another good one uh, that's getting a sequel here that I certainly wouldn't have guessed, and I don't think you would have, uh, but I'll certainly watch the hell out of it. Greenland. Is it Greenland for a sequel to starring Gerard and his onscreen wife.
1: Yeah, they got they got them both back, and probably pretty pretty tough to get a uh, Marina back or written back. That's, that's why they get. I'm joking. Yeah, I was gonna say is she's, she in she's a lot fine. of stuff. No, she's, she's in fine, Homeland, uh, right? Yeah, she's from Homeland. She was in Gotham. Never saw that. Uh, yeah, but I mean, she's she's a working actress, but uh, you know, I'm sure she was very happy when uh, they said, "Hey, we got a script for uh, number two. Yeah. And uh, you'll get a little pay raise as, as it usually happens. So, um, you know, usually, usually these movies, it doesn't seem like there should be a sequel, but this actually kind of set yeah, up. Yeah, I want to more. see the
0: aftermath. What if there's more coming, you know?
1: Well, yeah, how do they rebuild society after? It was what if torched? these things that landed here
0: have aliens on them or something?
1: Like aliens that can't see, but they could hear really well. Yeah. That would be a cool movie. And like, you have to not talk during the whole movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Now let me ask uh, you yeah. this: What are the odds Scott Glenn is still in it?
1: Uh, I would think uh, pretty like low. he survived. He's playing cards back at his house. That's kind of not what I want to see. Is like, oh, there's a whole contingent of people that uh, they just got in a truck and they survived. Like, like the whole planet was like on fire. That's what they said once the thing actually, once the big one hit. I know, but he was in backdraft. <laughs> What does that mean? He didn't he open the door? He could be fine. Door? He's fireproof. As long as you just don't open the door, you're fine. Or well,
0: maybe he got a plane and climbed Everest. He, he's been yeah. in vertical limit. But
1: also, they would choke out the entire atmosphere. for. That's why they had to stay underground for like two years or something. Yeah, like but so. no. Birds. Remember the last scene? Yeah, it was dumb. Birds yeah. would be dead. I don't know. When the dinosaurs got fucked up, life still went on. Uh, just not for the dinosaurs. Yeah. Because like I think only like small life survived, so they had nothing to eat.
0: Yeah. Uh so no I mean, bears this is anymore. A, yeah, this is a way's out, but in the uh more in the uh you know Gerard uh, Butler uh bit here the little uh, segment. He's also in production on uh another has fallen movie like Angel has fallen and uh Night has fallen I think is the new
1: one. Yeah, I should cross him over. What is Night? What is Night? What?
0: So the the new movie is called Night has fallen.
1: Okay, oh, yeah, that is the actual title. So that's yeah. a code name. Then it has to be a yeah. code name for somebody. What is it? I don't know, but it can take place mostly in the dark. <sighs> that's annoying.
0: Like turn your brightness all
1: the way up. to I don't sea. know. I made that up. That could be it. I'm Maybe, on board. Those are fun. You know, I like when sequels, like like not the second, not the first sequel, but like subsequent sequels, go back to the beginning. Maybe he's back in the White House.
0: But wouldn't it then be Olympus?
1: No, but it's a different. Guy. Oh, it's a new that's president. a code
0: name for a different person. Yeah. Well, I think the president is still going to be. Uh, I don't know. They have different
1: code names. Yeah, I don't know. But I think like the like everyone has code name. Like the the kids have code names.
0: Oh, and so in development, this has just changed. There's a title for Greenland. It's Greenland migration.
1: So they got they got to migrate off yeah. of Greenland into into Canada. So it's going to take place in Toronto.
0: Yep. Uh, okay, uh where were we? Tell us about the Aquaman title.
1: Uh, yeah, James Wan uh finally gave us the title for the new Aquaman movie. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So uh in the the first movie there was a section in the middle that was like a uh a Indiana Jones movie. Very weird they to go to like a sand temple and get a, you know, a torch of something and light up a room. And I was like, what? This is weird. This is not fish, people. Like, uh, very strange to have that in the just in the middle of the movie. Uh, But this title would imply that this is going to have more of that stuff. Uh, The Lost Kingdom sounds very much like an Indiana Jones title. Uh, So maybe maybe that's something good. Uh, I don't know. It comes out December 22nd, 2022. Uh, But here's the thing: if you're really into like Indiana Jones type movies, uh, there will be one of those coming out that same year uh, called Indiana Jones Five. So I'll see that first. (laughs) So there'll be a a different adventure movie. Um,
0: Does Aquaman even have like a good score to it?
1: uh, Maybe I don't know. I got to see. I'm going to guess it was all part of the uh, the junkie XL. He was the composer for a lot of those. DC that was movies. his name junkie XL. junkie xl actually although that's his like dj name sounds uh,
0: like that'd be his like video game name
1: let's see if i can find it uh no the music was by rupert gregson williams not a guy it I sounds know, like but, a guy who knows what he's doing yeah he scored numerous happy madison productions so okay <laughs> you know he's good uh yeah, I don't know much of, of his, his work. It is not Junkie XL. But Junkie XL stopped using the name Junkie XL. Uh, when he for, stopped being a teenager? For like movie scores. Hmm. He, I know he did the uh, King Kong movie. And that, was, that was pretty good music. Whoa. But, yeah. Junkie XL, is his real name is Thomas Hulkenberg. And if I told you that Junkie XL is a 53-year-old man, would that surprise you? Yes. <laughs> But I mean, he's been he's been doing he's just been a junkie XL for a lot of his life. You know, it's very bizarre.
0: Okay, uh, well, tell us about a new Boba Fett story.
1: Uh, The Book of Boba Fett, the the new Disney Plus series that was teased at the end of uh, Mandalorian season two has finished filming.
0: This is just the the Book of Eli Disneyfied, isn't it?
1: Uh, It is. It is Boba Fett uh, taking over the underworld of Tatooine. That's what we saw at the the end of uh, there, that teaser where he goes and takes uh, Jabba the Hutt's old throne there. Uh, so I don't know too much more about that. I don't think they even released who else is going to be in it other than uh, Ming-Na was the other, she was the other bounty hunter that was with him uh, there. Uh, but the other part of this story is that uh, in an interview, uh, Pedro Pascal said that like they haven't even started Mandalorian season three. And he still has to film The Last of Us for HBO before they even get to that. So that that pretty much confirms that there is n- no Mandalorian this year. The book of Both, that oh. will be the the Star Wars show this fall.
0: Okay, uh, and yeah. then most Star Wars likely there's something.
1: Yeah, most likely uh, Mandalorian season three will. There'll be more Star Wars shows even before that because they started filming the Obi Wan one finally. So uh, we we might not see Pedro Pascal's Mandalorian until 2022 three or something we'll oh, wow. have to wait a while on that one um hmm. of course the the lead character of that series uh exited at the end of season two so um yeah. people even care that's that's a real question but hmm. okay but book of boba fett is uh the the next one up so
0: i'll definitely give that one a shot yep all right so lenny kravitz's daughter is directing a movie huh
1: yeah, so uh, I guess everyone can can direct a movie. That's that's something you do. That's part of your career. Uh, I like her. She's she's been good and stuff. She's going to be. She's Catwoman. in uh, Big Little Lies, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be a Catwoman in the uh, the new Batman movie. Uh, but the reason I I, p- I picked the story out her her directorial debut, she's making a movie called Pussy Island. So is that like that is Netflix After Dark? Or something? what is that? Uh, it's, it is, is it is a 007 movie? Starring Shanning Tatum as a rich tech guy who, uh, you know, has an island out there. Which, you know, things happen at rich guy islands, I think, as we all know. Oh, boy. Uh, so, I think by that title, it seems very self-aware. I'm sure it's going to be silly. Uh, will it be too silly and not any good, I think, is a real question. But I do want to see what happens with this. Jane Tatum is a very entertaining actor. And I think this could be interesting, but we don't know. She's never made a movie before. So I think the, the, the name itself draws attention to it. So.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I feel like the studios would be like, come on, just change the name. Something. <laughs> How do we put that, you know, on TV, uh, on the, yeah, you know, NBA on TNT
1: game. Well, how is AMC going to put that on the little scroll like when yeah. you go to the box office? Exactly. You're there to see Moana 2 or something with your kids. <laughs> like, like, what is that? You don't want to know. Yeah. All
0: right, well, tell us about the last trailer or the only trailer we have on here. Uh, not the only one actually, but The Eyes of Tammy Faye.
1: Yeah, I saw this trailer this week. Very interested in this movie. Jessica Chastain as Tammy Faye Baker, one of the uh, a televangelist from like the '80s and '90s, uh, with her husband Rick Baker, who's uh, being played by Andrew Garfield here. Uh, and it looks like the movie takes place over multiple years, you know, showing their their rise and how they, uh, you know, come to power and how it all falls apart for them. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is also in this. I'm a big fan of uh, his work. A
0: heavy hitter there.
1: Yeah. Uh, so it just the trailer looked it looked like very entertaining that this this is going to be fun. It's going to be you know a, a biopic, but also like silly. Like it remind me of like I Tanya or something where it's going to be righteous gemstones. Gonna be, yeah, it's going to be funny. Uh, it's also it's directed by Michael Showalter, who's the comedy guy. That, uh, he did uh American Summer and those kinds of things. So uh, definitely going to be funny. Uh, and it's it's a crazy story with. With them, and uh, I the last I saw of uh, Rick Baker, who was uh, they they ended up divorcing after like a big scandal, so like they were you know big time Christians, and then it turned out he was cheating on her the whole time and was kind of a, you know, he was he was a he was committing fraud and he was committing adultery and it was uh, a big story. So that's gonna be uh, kind of one of those, like weird crazy people doing weird crimes. Um uh, but uh Rick Baker in real life, uh he's been out of prison now. Uh, he got in trouble for he was selling like silver pills as a cure for COVID. Silver pills? <laughs> it was on TV. Uh like saying, Yeah, this this will this will protect you from COVID. And like they had to like come in and be like, you can't do that. That is legal, you're selling fake cures and stuff, and that that is that is fraud. Sorry. Whoa. So uh still still out there committing you know fraud and financial crimes, hmm. but yeah, yep. this keeps out
0: people down sometimes.
1: <laughs> this comes out the uh, end of summer uh sounds interesting. go you know, check out the trailer i'm I'm definitely intrigued yeah, and then and Tammy Faye Baker, once you see who she is, you're like, oh, yeah, I know who that is she's the uh the lady who wears like way too much makeup, like crazy amount that you're like there's something wrong with her mm-hmm. like you've seen her in things like she is a figure.
0: Okay, well, we're going to get into what we're watching, but before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at The Clipless Leash. Head to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code. Tony. That is T-O-N-Y at checkout to receive 65% off. This is the dog leash you've been waiting for, and it works with the dog's current collar or harness. So head to the clipless and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off the dog leash you've been waiting for. You're going to love this thing and your dog will thank you as well. Okay. Andy, how many things do you have? I've got four.
1: I've got four.
0: Uh, oh, all right. Well, let's mix it up. I'll go first. Oh, Okay. Uh, I watched. I think I talked about it last week. I finished Creed number one. Okay. Uh, pretty good. The main thing I was thinking about, and uh, we'll get into uh, some of this also on because I watched Creed two, and that'll be my next one. Uh, I might as well just doing both right now. I feel like these fights are better than any fight I've ever watched.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of drama behind them, and. They're not two minute rounds, you know, in in real time. So,
0: yeah. And I mean, they're just constantly getting punched in the face. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I again, this goes back to Mayweather. Like, those, whole, all those fights are like, he won. He never, he just dodged the whole time. Like, he threw like three punches. Like, that's what I'm used to seeing. This is like bam, 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 jab, 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 bam, 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 non stops. Like, what the? This is not what boxing looks like. But either way, it's wildly entertaining. Uh, So I enjoyed the first one and then uh, fired through the second one in a a couple of days. That one's available. First one's on TBS. I think I watched the second one on like TBS on demand or something. Uh, And yeah, I remember you saying this from I think last week when we talked about it. It just doesn't really make sense. I mean, Ivan Drago was, you know, is six foot five and Stallone. I love on his IMDb, he's listed as, I think it was like five, nine and a half. How how many people put in a half uh, that aren't, you know, that are in double digits in age? Uh, But the same goes for this, uh, you know, Victor Drago guy. When you see this guy next to Michael B. Jordan, you're like, nope, nope. It was like over the weekend, Lamar Odom fighting, you know, uh, (laughs) whoever's little kid that was.
1: Aaron Carter, yeah.
0: Whose kid is that?
1: He's no one's kid. He's Nick Carter's brother, Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys. Oh, but Aaron Carter once beat Shaq in a uh, in a game of basketball. No, he didn't. He didn't, but he wrote a song about it. Okay, and that's 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 real. I'm not making that up.
0: Well, yeah, anyone can write a song. So in
1: the late '90s, wrote a song about him. You know that he beat Shaq in a pickup game.
0: I always um, thought that kid was related to like Paul McCartney or something.
1: No, but. <laughs>
0: yeah i don't know (laughs) why you wouldn't use his last name i don't know but either way uh like this guy was throwing punches and like nearly killing michael b jordan but i don't want to give you know enough away obviously uh, we know who who is uh gonna come out on top but uh yeah i i thought the second one was just as entertaining as the first um i know they're making a third one i believe And uh, I'll probably watch that at some point, too.
1: Yeah, they're they're what you want out of their sports movies, and they're not that complicated.
0: I also went back and, you know, bookmarked all four of the Rockies on HBO Max. They're all there right now. Yeah, I did see Uh, that. Yeah, it has been such a long time since I've I don't even know if I've seen all of them. I know I've seen the first one, obviously, and then the fourth one. Because that it was just, I remember those scenes like this guy's punching, like he's moving a whole house when he punches and, and, you know, Stallone's 41. So, and then I liked how in Creed two, they're like, Russia took everything from me.
1: Yeah. That was pretty good. It's
0: like, yeah, probably.
1: It was happen. like, um, in beer fest when the Germans lose and the, the grandpa then just yeah. like walks out on them. Like, fuck yeah. you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're dead to me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, no, I want them to make a spinoff where Dolph Lundgren like like picks up a machine gun and like invades Russia himself to get revenge. Yeah, I'd watch that movie.
0: Yeah, I would as well. I mean, I remember so must have been one of those days like remember Spike TV. Like the Guys Network yeah. or whatever it was—I don't know if that's still around. It probably
1: can't be. It's the Paramount Network now. They had to rebrand. Okay, yeah, There's they no would—they would
0: play. It must have been them, but they would play Rocky all day long, and then they would go into like, "Well, we were watching Dolph Lundgren, so now let's watch him in Universal Soldier." Yeah. So I would get to see all those kinds of movies.
1: Yeah, I think you could watch all of Dolph Lundgren's movies in in a day if you really wanted to, but at least all the ones that matter.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess I technically did too, so.
1: Okay, so I will go here. Uh, first thing, I watched the first episode of Loki, so I will talk more as I uh, go through the series, but I'll just kind of set up uh, what it is. So uh, if you remember the the last Avengers movie, the, the plot there where they had to go back in time to get the stones from from earlier in time and bring them back, and that's how they're able to, to save the day and everything. Uh, and they go back to the ending of the original Avengers movie where Loki was the bad guy. And there's this whole sequence where they ended up, uh, the, the space stone ends up back in Loki's hands and he teleports away. Um, and it's like, well, what is, what is that? So this show takes place, uh, right at that moment. So he teleports away and, uh, immediately gets arrested by the, the time cops. I've heard they're called the time, some time force or something. Basically you, you just fucked up the timeline by, Uh, taking this thing and teleporting away Uh, you just created a a new timeline that you're not supposed to and he gets arrested and has to go through this like uh, crazy weird you know old it's like old tech uh, people but who are actually the people running the entire universe but uh, they're using typewriters and stuff Um, and it it was very much reminded me of The Good Place has that kind of mechanic and then also uh, Beetlejuice you know like Beetlejuice in the afterlife it's like it's like a they DMV, to, yeah, they have to wait in line forever and stuff. It was, it was uh, I'd say very much inspired by that. Also, uh, I did look up the the writer of this series uh, wrote for Rick and Morty, which Rick and Morty did a lot of that kind of stuff, where it's like crazy space aliens with all these technology, but then they're they're locked behind crazy bureaucracies and stuff. Uh, and then yeah, Owen Wilson is one of the, it's kind of like a detective for that agency, and basically is like, uh, we could just like execute you now, or you can you know help me catch other people who are fucking with the timeline. So uh pretty cool setup. The first episode was yeah pretty much all set up explaining who these like the time forces is or whatever. And it's it's a bunch of nonsense. And I like that because you don't have to worry about it. It's like this is nonsense. I don't have to worry about it making sense. And it's not And its like a side story. It's not like what does this mean for Captain America going forward? It's like, no, this is just its own thing. So mm-hmm I look forward to uh, how that how that goes. I think it's six episodes long, so, and it's got Owen Wilson. Like, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, th- I like that part of it. I I haven't watched it, but maybe I'll give it a shot at some point. Yeah. You want to do one more?
1: Uh, okay, I uh, watched J.J. Abrams' Super Eight. So this uh, movie came out ten years ago. They re- they put it out on 4K Blu-ray for its ten-year anniversary, and I was like, yeah, why not? I I liked. That movie when I saw it in theaters and I think that's the only time I saw it uh, and I know it's faced a lot of criticism like as of like recently like people have gone back and like actually this movie isn't that good uh probably because they didn't like you know the Star Trek movie abram Spade and the Star Wars stuff uh, but it's like this is his original story and this was this was good it's it it's super derivative but intentionally like it's it's produced by Spielberg so it's not like he's ripping Spielberg off Spielberg was there saying yeah that's cool if you basically make a movie that's kind of like it's kind of like ET and it's kind of like Jaws and mm-hmm. uh and then i mean since then Stranger Things has come out and it's done basically did the same thing yeah so uh but it's you know it's kids and you know they're making a movie and they happen to see a government secret that uh shouldn't have happened and uh now there's an alien out there that they know about or they kind of know about they know something's wrong and the government has to come in and you know fix it or and weird shit happens and it's good all the time yeah it seems to happen mostly in small towns Constantine well Um, that's a big town it never happens in you know the San Fernando Valley but
0: nope
1: but it's good like I I was like oh yeah this is this is a really good movie it's got uh Gabriel Basso (laughs) yes okay Uh, no it's got Kyle Chandler uh he was still I think just a, a football coach at that point wasn't in, in a bunch of movies, and this was a, a good movies in. But uh, the, the stand-up performance is, why am I blanking on her name, uh, Elle Fanning, who this is the first thing that I know she was in. and She might have been in other things, but, I mean, she was a legitimate, like, 14-year-old, and now she's uh, an adult actress in movies and stuff and is a popular actress. So this was cool going back to, like, the first thing she was in. She was She's really good in the, the Hulu sh- show, The Great, which I think they're supposed to make more of that. I don't know. But I I, I like that series. But uh, she was, as a 14-year-old, very talented. So not a surprise Mm -hmm. to see that she's still making stuff today.
0: Yeah. Well, that's funny that you say that. And the reason I I, I, uh, said Gabriel Gabriel Basso is he was in my next movie that I watched called The Whole Truth. Are you familiar with this one?
1: No. I mean, that sounds like a vague movie
0: never heard of this and we stumbled across it and watched it, uh, starring Keanu Reeves, Renee Zellweger, Jim Belushi. What? <laughs> yeah. And I'll say this, Jim Belushi was great. Like, yeah, usually, you know, I'm just used to see him wearing a Santa beard and, uh, selling counterfeit toys. So now he was wonderful. In this. He plays a kind of a dickhead, uh, dad. Who's, uh, I don't want to give away too much, but the scenes you're seeing of him are, are uh, you know, already happened. They're in the past because he's dead. Uh, and uh fun little quick thing. I read Keanu Reeves wasn't supposed to be in this movie. Daniel Craig was cast and canceled, pulled out of the movie four days before filming was set to Ooh. begin. Uh, uh, so this is about a defense attorney uh, working to get a, teenage client acquitted of murdering his wealthy father. Now there's twists and turns and curveballs, and uh, Keanu Reeves actually is friend, uh, family friends with this family. The dad, who is named Boone in the movie, uh, which is Jim Belushi, was a, a hot shot lawyer and uh, that kind of stuff, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's worth watching. It's it's kind of fun. It's got a couple of twists. You, you know, may see coming. You might not. Uh, it was fun. It's an hour and a half. It's on Netflix.
1: 2016. And, yeah, Keanu's a good lawyer. He uh, learned under Al Pacino in that one movie. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Uh, my next one is The Mitchells versus the Machines. This is uh, came to Netflix a few weeks ago. Very much wanted to watch it. It's produced by Lord Miller and it's uh, got Danny McBride here. And so it's a. A dysfunctional family, and then uh, robots come to life and take over the world, and they have to to fight them off. So a, a crazy premise, uh, but made by good people, um, good cast. You've got uh so Abby Jacobson's got the lead. She's from uh, Broad City. We also got uh, Fred Armisen and Beck Bennett as like two uh, two of the robots that do that are like. I don't want to say more, but uh my Rudolph's also in it. So it's it's not quite Pixar. It's way more weird and silly than a Pixar movie can get. Uh but it it is almost I'd say Pixar quality. It's very it's very good. Um it's not as um it's not going to make you cry as much as a Pixar movie it tries to. But I I really enjoyed this one. It is a, it's got a certain style to it that really different. I don't know how they I don't know, understand animation. I don't know how something is different than another thing, but it's definitely looks very different than anything I've ever seen. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it looks sounds interesting. Cartoon action usually is pretty entertaining.
1: Yeah, it's got Blake Griffin in it, too. I didn't realize oh. until the end.
0: They jump over a car.
1: No, he's like a bad robot or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whoa.
0: All right. Uh, well, for my last one, I've started, I've, uh, I believe I've watched two and a half episodes now of the miniseries from 2001 on HBO band of brothers. Never seen this, uh, didn't know much about it. And, uh, when I saw that it was, you know, world war two D day and involved Tom Hanks and, uh, Spielberg, I was, uh, pretty much in and uh, yeah it's it's wildly entertaining so far again it just shows you what we our generation knows nothing about you know sacrifice you know, for your country kind of thing being drafted and all this crazy stuff uh and what's have you seen this andy
1: no i didn't know it was an hbo thing like i've, I've heard of this what's
0: but. insane about it is they the very intro the first couple minutes of so far each episode they take real life people from so this is following the paratroopers the guys that literally jump out of a plane into you know France or wherever they're going uh, so far it's only France and Normandy area but uh and one guy you know he's like well you know they were asking what we'd want to do uh you know the army said you know well hey they'll they'll pay you an extra 50 bucks uh, a month if you if you jump out of a plane and so that you know brought it up to 100 dollars a month and i i i said you know sign me up it's like oh my god yeah and so the first episode's kind of just going you know through uh basic training which you know it's hilarious about this is david schwimmer ross is the uh you know sergeant in arms guy who's you know in training these guys and he's a complete dick but i mean he He's good at what he does, but uh, I don't want to give too much away. Obviously, I know this is a 20 year old show. Um, He doesn't so far. I don't think he'll be in the show anymore. Uh, It's got Damian Lewis, Ron Livingston, Donnie Wahlberg, uh, Neil McDonough, Donahue, whatever his name is. It's it's got Michael Fassbender, I guess, at some point.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it's known for, is that it's like a ridiculous cast of like a bunch of people who weren't famous yet, even. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah I think it's like there's no not like really like main people I guess it's I don't know but yeah and, that's, uh, that's everything I ever heard of it it's like look at all the people that are in this movie or are in this series so.
0: the second episode is in war so I mean it, it doesn't take much time to get going and at the end it says you know the strategy and the, the tactics these guys used uh, were you know their own like this hasn't been anything that was you know they came up with this, and it's still practiced to, to this very day at West Point, which I thought was pretty uh, unique. It's just about how they, you know, invaded and took a, uh, you know, some uh, big uh, bomber, you know, a little barrack areas down. But I'm enjoying it. It's only I think uh ten episodes, so it'll be a fast uh, an hour long each though. So it'll be a couple weeks. so I'll probably burn through it all but yeah i've never seen it it's yeah, considered one well, of the best uh shows i think on hbo
1: yeah always heard good things but you know i didn't have hbo as a young child
0: no i didn't have hbo <laughs> when i was you know 11 years old so
1: and i don't know if my parents
0: eh, they probably wouldn't have cared if i watched this actually
1: yeah i mean i saw saving private ryan it's the same yeah, thing right just
0: graphic violence just... yeah but yeah definitely worth checking out uh even if you watched it twenty years ago, go go check it out again because it's 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 entertaining. It's crazy. All right, Andy, what's your last one?
1: Uh, I watched In the Heights, the uh, the big HBO Max release from oh. this week. Were you very uh,
0: disappointed that the cast wasn't diverse enough?
1: Uh, I wouldn't <laughs> say disappointed, but it, there was you know some things that surprised me about about that. Uh, I definitely noticed it. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get to it. So this is a. Uh, it was a musical written by Lynn manuel Miranda before he did Hamilton, uh, but it was still oh. very well. Steve just wasn't the the big phenomenon that Hamilton was, uh, so of course they had to put this movie in production when he became this big star. And I guess it was uh, originally going to be produced by uh, Harvey Weinstein, which uh, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> this one wasn't. So uh, they...
0: what would this be in for <laughs> him? When not this all dudes?
1: That doesn't matter. And no, it's not all dudes. When, when you, oh. Do you think it was like a, a gay story or something?
0: I don't know. I just <laughs> the trailer that showed on the news this morning when they said that he had to apologize it was just a bunch of guys dancing.
1: Uh, I mean, there's 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 everyone dancing, uh, but yeah, this one of the reasons I wanted to see this is that it takes place. Uh, the, the Heights refers to Washington Heights, a neighborhood in New York that's not very uh, famous. I would say not really people know about it. But my my sister when she lived or when she still does live in New York, but she used to live. In a neighborhood uh, just north of there, and when you know I visited, when we walked through this neighborhood and saw it. So, uh, and everything was filmed on location there. Did well. you dance
0: when you walked through there?
1: Uh, yeah, there was just constant dance parties at every intersection. It's hard to drive through, but uh, uh, actually, I mean, where we walked through, I guess, wasn't really where this all kind of takes place because this is—it's uh, really about the the Latino neighborhood here, and uh, it's not just—it's it's Puerto Ricans and Dominicans. It's from all over. Uh, but Lin Manuel Miranda's Puerto Rican, but in this story, I think they're mostly Dominicans. The main, the main character here is Dominican. Uh, I thought the first hour of it was fantastic. It's it's super well made, and uh, I don't necessarily care for the music or the like, but it is really impressive. And it's like a fusion that it's doing the the rap thing, like from Hamilton, but also has all this like Latin music, and uh, some of that stuff is exhausting like and some of it's really good like i like you know the like soft guitar stuff that you get from there is good but then when you just got like horns going at a super high rate and just non-stop um i don't love that part of the music but mm-hmm. it's not necessarily i wasn't in it for the music uh, i wanted to see everything else uh and it, it's you know really well made and that stuff is good but it's not like an incredible story at all and i think it starts to drag some some Musicals are long in general. Like the 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 play itself is over three hours, I think. Whoa! Um, And this movie's two hours and twenty, and uh, so they had to cut like songs to get down to that. But I wish like this would be a way better movie if it was two hours. It just it goes too long, and it's, it's it's not like an incredible story with all these twists and turns and stuff. It doesn't keep you. It's like okay, I got I got what was really good about this movie in the first hour. Now wrap me up with the story close close out the things and um, I think it goes on too long I mean the other part of it is to make it as short as it is which is still too long they had to like they made the one main character to be the main character when isn't the play has like two main characters and so they kind of relegated the other main character to a side player here Uh, but as far as the the representation part of it there is a, a character here who's just a black guy he's not Latino at all he is just a black guy and they never really reference it, that's like, oh, he's just a black guy. Which I thought was strange. Like you'd think there'd be some sort of at least a reference to it, a joke about it, that, like, hey, this guy's not Latino. It sounds
0: all. like the song from uh not another teen movie. I'm only in the song because I'm a yes. black guy.
1: Uh well, I mean, he's not, he's not a side character. He's one of the he's one of the main characters, but it's just they don't reference it. And and I read, like, oh, in the play, yeah, that's that's definitely part of it, is that. You know, he's not 100% accepted in the community because, you know, he's not Latino. And it's like this just doesn't even like want to go there. But yeah, the other part of it is like, OK, m- like most Dominicans that you know of, like if you look, they're black, like Dominicans are mostly black in this movie. There's really no black people other than the black guy who's like a black American, not Latino. And so hmm. that seems really weird to do that uh and it wasn't it doesn't wasn't intentional just that's who they ended up casting in the main roles and there there are black people in the the background and part of the dancing but uh oh, definitely it was strange to be like okay Dominicans are like Sammy Sosa and David Ortiz and that's what i think yeah, of they as they play Dominicans. baseball <laughs> well that's, not, that's who that's who we know uh they're, <laughs> they're, there's other ones but
0: i'm sure there are they don't all <laughs> play baseball
1: <laughs> but i mean the ones you think of are they're mostly black. I don't know. They probably have statistics, but like it was weird to be like, oh, all these people are Dominican and none of them are black. Like that's, that's a little weird. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I probably won't watch this one. I've been on like every other kind of, uh, on HBO max, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, I, did, I, mean, I, I did
0: two in a row. I did the fire movie and then the conjuring.
1: Was there one in between there? I don't think so. Maybe not. It's like one a month. I think Yeah, some of
0: sometimes it's two, two. All right, anything else to uh, add before we wrap her up? No, that's that's it. Another solid one. You've been listening to episode 224 of the Tony Sake podcast. I'm Sean and joined with me we had Off Road, he dances through New York, Andy. Thank you. See you later.